We all get bogged down with the mundane tasks of life, especially this time of year. But isn't it time you take a break from your normal, boring routine? Don't just sit on the sidelines and watch life go by. Get in the game with the bold, tropical lime flavor of Mountain Dew Baja Blast. You can be having a blast anywhere. Having a blast at work? Having a blast in traffic? Having a blast while you file your taxes? No, really. We mean it when we say anywhere. With Baja Blast now in stores everywhere, you can be having a blast whenever and wherever you are all year long. So what are you waiting for? Pick up an ice cold Baja Blast today at a store near you. And for a limited time, with every purchase of Baja Blast in stores and at participating Taco Bell locations, you can collect coins for a chance to get Baja gear or a Taco Bell deal. This swag is available for a limited time only. So don't wait. Grab a Baja Blast and start having a blast right away. No purchase necessary. Open to U.S. residents 18 plus subject to official rules at BajaBlast.com and 615.24. Void where prohibited. You will drain us. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And Black Eyed Peas hit record My Humps at center of $10 million copyright lawsuit after Toon was allegedly ripped off by the toy company. This is a great headline because I think when songs are are reportedly ripped off, you hear the song and you're like, eh, I don't know. Maybe. But then when I clicked play on this one, it's just... It's beyond what you could ever imagine. So they're alleging that this song rips off the iconic aughts smash, My Humps. My Humps. I don't know how long you're going to play of this. <laughs> I would argue that is better than my humps. <laughs> I think they literally improved it. I understand that's the exact same song and they really su- they really should sue. But that's kind of an improvement on the original. I'm really trying to decide whether or not I agree with you because I don't know that it's like an easy answer. Like, is this better than my humps? Yes. I'm willing to say maybe. I'm willing to say maybe, but I... A song that's like gesturing towards ass, just like so flagrantly and just so like boringly, you know, without creativity. I feel like you might as well just have a song that's like my poop, my poop, my poop, my poop. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, finally, they had the bravery. They had the nerve. They had the talent to say my poops, my poops, my poops for I I guess it's a toy that poops. Sure. It's a toy that poops. I had to look this up because I didn't know what it was. But back to the Fergie version, it's a unicorn that poops. So the dancers in this video are little toy unicorns with um, big butts and like rainbow hair, but their their skin is sparkly. And apparently, when you squeeze the actual toy, you put the slime ingredients inside the unicorn, and then poop slime comes out. Yeah, totally. But it normal. has glitter in it, so it's sparkly slime. Slime is trendy with kids, or at least does it was help, a few years ago. Like, does this help like destigmatize like poop? behavior or does this just make it more exciting for kids to talk about poop you know 
I don't think that the, the goal Why is... Why am I asking you? I don't think know. the goal is destigmatization. I think the goal is just like make kids laugh that they're playing with poop. Gen ZZZ needs to have their own ways. You know, we had a book. They have these unicorns that shit. That shit. And you play with the shit. And in this commercial for this uh, unicorn poop, which is Poopsie, the ad ends with this. The ad is only on Amazon now because the YouTube was shut down. God. The... <laughs> The YouTube is private now, which one website oh, thinks no. that that means that Poopsie is going out of business, which this lawsuit would, I guess, add to evidence in that favor. Like, the Poopsie isn't doing well, it seems, but this ad for Wait, Poopsie the poop Slime is Surprise. Toxic? The poop is yeah. a chemical hazard? The well, poop... they're really learning about poop because the... that's also accurate. <laughs> the poop had boric acid, like too much boric acid in it or something, oh, so they recalled no. it. But only in a certain type of Poopsie poop. This ad ends with this. Yeah, that's in the original too, actually. Keychain keeps poop fresh. That's actually in the original song, so that's a direct ripoff. The original you don't remember? Bergie. You don't remember? I want to say like when you sent me this and you were like, "I can't stop laughing," and then I was laughing. It did take me back to 2005, the first time that I heard my hump, because I yeah, because you were like, "This is ridiculous. I was like, "There's no way this is real. There's no way this song is real." Like I remember having. That's why I love this because I'm like, it's in the spirit of my humps. When we first heard it, we were like. This is no. not a real song. This cannot be real. Like, we get out of here, it. Will I Am. We rejected it. So what's so different? What's so it? crazy about my poops, you know? Well, they ripped it off. They ripped it off. Uh, okay, go to jail, I guess. Whatever. Okay. I don't care. Send these unicorns to shit in jail. I just love that I thought that I was missing something here when I was looking up what poopsie is. I was like, are they, so they're unicorns that poop? Nope, that's it. And then it's I looked it up clear. and that's it. That's all it is. There is no more. Yeah, you know where I would not be pooping in Dubai. <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd love I to poop in the Atlantis, the Royal. No, but you wouldn't you be able bathrooms? to. You wouldn't be able to. It's just too far of a flight. The stressful, the stress of this travel, you, you'd be stopped up for days. <laughs> it is hard to poop after flying. Well, I'd have to be in Dubai for a few weeks then. But, you know, that might be a hard sell. <laughs> I guess, if, literally, I guess if there's somewhere to poop, it would be in the most the most ultra-luxury experiential resort in the world, mm -hmm. according to um, itself. So let's take you inside as some of the world's biggest celebrities hit the red or, should I say, blue carpet. Rebel Wilson, you look absolutely phenomenal tonight. Oh, thank you so much. I actually, I filmed all night in Italy. I've been shooting this period drama. Um, and then got on the plane, uh, arrived here with the family, and because um, I mean, I, an invitation where it says like private concert with Beyonce, I was like, yeah, it's like my boganess. I like have to accept a free offer like that. Like I can't, I can't. I'm the same as an Aussie bogan. Um, yeah. But you look incredible. How are you still awake? I don't know. Uh... And the room where Beyonce stayed at the Atlantis, the Palm Hotel in Dubai before she performed and after she performed is apparently the biggest and most expensive and most luxurious and most whatever hotel room in the entire world, which I guess I believe. 
It looks like Tetris, I got to say. Did you see the picture of the hotel? It looks like kind of Tetris. <laughs> it looks like Tetris after you start really fucking up. Yeah. It's yes, like, you're you know like, when oh, you're no, playing oh, Tetris no, oh, no, oh, and no, you're oh, like, no. I got this. You're like, this is easy. Give me another long piece. I'm going to slay this game. And then when it starts speeding up and you're like, oh, fuck. And then you just started, you just start, you start panicking and there's all those holes and gaps and you're like, there's no way to even reach that. That's what this hotel looks like. It looks like, it looks like when all is lost in your Tetris game. And you're waiting for it to go. <laughs> when you get, you know, the blocks that are like the um, S shape or whatever, yeah. like the five or the S, uh-huh. those are the worst ones. It's when you get like 12 of those in a row and you're like, fuck. <laughs> and like, you just don't know where to put them. They don't slide in together. It looks like it looks like you kept waiting for a long piece and then it never came. And then it came at the wrong time and you're like, oh, no. And you have to put it there. Oof. Well, look, there's nowhere to put the long piece. Like, as you could put it kind of like across <laughs> the top. But, right, you have all these holes where you were trying to put the long piece, but it got fucked up by all those S's. So, this hotel, it's one of the Atlantis hotels. It's extremely expensive. It's, like, extremely luxe. It's in Dubai. It's, like, crazy. It's built on one of those palm islands that is man-made. The islands that yeah, are I fake. Don't tr- you know? I don't trust those. I'll tell you that. I yeah. don't trust the foundation those, of those, these things at those all. buoys or whatever, those docks, I mean, they're just sitting no. on top of the water. Yeah. No, I don't trust. I don't trust anything built on, like, a fake island. I just don't. I'm too scared. So this event is like ostensibly themmy because Beyonce performed and like, yeah. you know, whatever. But, but the who came out because I feel like there's nothing more shameless than going to Dubai to see Beyonce, I have to say. A few Dems, a few, a few thems partook, but the who's like had no moral qualms showing up to this place. You know what I mean? I think Thinking a good amount of thems room. actually partook, but more sure, who's sure. partook. Right. Are From all around getting, the world. There's no way to find this out. People were doing tons of. Um, reporting on the amount of money that Beyonce got paid, which was over $20 million oh, God. to do this one performance. And then, of right. course, she got to stay in the best room, not just in this hotel, but in the world, which is absolutely sure. crazy looking. You should look okay. at it. But I can't decide, like, how much did Bar Raffaele get paid? How much did Jenny Powell, how much did Rebel Wilson get paid to come to Liam this thing? How much did Liam Payne, how much did Rebel Wilson's did they girlfriend just get, get paid? Is it just sort of like, how much you, did you fly Kruger? here? Is it very much like a you fly here and we'll provide the rest, or how much do they get paid? I don't know how to find this. I think sort they of just got out. invited. I honestly think they just got invited to a Beyonce concert. I don't think they were paying all of their. Did they stay in the room though? They must have stayed. Maybe at the, maybe the they Atlantis, got free the hotel. Maybe they got free hotel rooms, you know. But I don't think that they got paid to be there. That's just right because that's too, too much, much money maneuvering. Right, and it all had to go to free Beyonce. Hotel rooms. And also. You can lure people to an event if you're like, Beyonce's going to be there and you get a free hotel room. I'm like, oh, I'll fly to Dubai for that. And also the thing about Rich... I won't shit for weeks, but I will be there, you know? (laughs) But if I do happen to shit while I'm at the Atlantis, the Royal Dubai, it'll be be the best shit of my life. Nice hotel, exactly. It'll be the best shit of my life. Also, I think this is... People could definitely fly commercial. That's fine. But isn't this one of those situations where it's like, people split a PJ, you know? Like, they go together. They split a PJ. To go to this place. Sure. Isn't that sure. I'm sure Liam works? Payne split a PJ with Mark Wright and his wife, Michelle Keegan. I don't know. There's mm-hmm. so many. There were so many Daily Mail. At, the reason why we're talking about this, which is like kind of Emmy, is because the Daily Mail like malfunctioned and just like went all <laughs> in on the PR for this place. And every single headline for like a full day and a half was about the Atlantis, the Dubai Atlantis Royal Hotel. You know, mm-hmm. Bar mm-hmm. Raphael uh, stuns in a silver shimmering bralette and black satin maxi skirt as she arrives at glamorous fashion 
in glamorous fashion at the opening <laughs> of Dubai's Atlantis at the Royal Hotel. Liam Payne looks incredibly dapper as he attends the star-studded grand reveal opening alongside his new girlfriend, Kate Cassidy. How is he dating a girl named Kate Cassidy but it's not Katie Cassidy? I don't want to get into it, actually. I'm not answering. Don't answer We've actually already talked about this. Power couple Mark Wright and his wife, Michelle Keegan, look glamorous as they attend the star-studded opening. Rochelle Holmes exudes glamour in black lace. That's the thing is, like, we're getting on people we don't even know. Like, who is Michelle Holmes' dapper husband, Marvin? I don't know. Well, they're both, I think they're both TV presenters. Because she was on, she was in some, she was in the Saturdays, and then he, and now she's like a big TV presenter. We're talking Australians. Jenny Powell. 50, 54, of course, Jenny Powell got an age for some reason because I guess she didn't have her boyfriend or husband with her. 54, yeah, if you're over 40, you get an age. In shimmering gold gown as she parties at the Atlantis, Sonia Kruger, Olymp- Olympia Valance, and Rebel Wilson join the global A-listers. What is, <sighs> what's the deal with global calling somebody a global A-lister? I, I would argue means... those three women are not global A-listers. Maybe no. Rebel Wilson. Not even. Mm, she's not a global A-lister. She's an A. She's. I don't even think she's an A-lister in in her most popular place. You know, in the place where she is the most popular. She's definitely a B plus so? lister. In America, in Australia, lister. B plus lister. I think Rebel but Wilson. She like stars in movies. You know, they put her as a star in things. Yeah, she stars in Netflix movies about going to high school when you're an adult. She's a B plus <laughs> lister. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Haley Bieber. I'm yawning now because it's so oh, no. boring. Haley B- Hallie Bailey. Oh my god, I read it as Haley Bieber, but it's Hallie <laughs> Bailey. Whoa, my brain. It's early. <laughs> Hallie Bailey dons an elegant brown off-the-shoulder gown as she attends the opening of Dubai's Atlantis, the Royal, with Bo DDG. I read that a lot because I was like, Haley Bieber is not dating someone named DDG. I read it like four times, and now I'm reading it again. She's married to Justin Bieber. Yeah. And then Ellen Pompeo commands attention as she flashes her long legs. Whatever. That's fine. Yeah. That's boring. What else? Yeah. What were you saying? I was well. I was looking at the the story about Sonia Kruger, Olympia Valance, and Rebel Wilson joining Global A-listers, and I saw this uh-huh. person in one of the captions who was not listed in the headline: Pop singer Natalie Bassingthwaite, <laughs> meanwhile turned heads in a racy cutout dress, and I've never seen that name before. I have to spell Bassingthwaite for all of you: B A S S I N G T H W A I G H T E. If we had a pop star with that name in the United States, it would be incredible. I don't. I, I would love it. But you know what they call her? You know what they call her? They call her Nat Bass. I've never heard of her. And I think that this is when I looked up what she was known for. I was like, this is the Australian trifecta. Neighbors with a U. So you yeah. think you can dance Australia and the X Factor yeah. Australia. That's That means you've done it. Not bad. Going to Dubai to attend a Beyonce concert is like going to give you a little bit of bad PR, right? Because it's like, oh, you're supporting this country, this, this country that is involved in these like – humanitarian atrocities or whatever like you're gonna go there what are you thinking right that always happens people always talk about this that's part of the discourse when there's something that happens in dubai that celebrities go to or non-celebrities go to but i think that like it never seems to stick ever and i think the celebrities know that like beyonce's beyonce's appearance there is proof nothing is gonna stick to this they don't care they get one little blip of bad press but mostly it's like i got a free trip to dubai and i stayed at a great hotel i love the comments the comments of this daily mail article are like 
This glitzy event shelled out millions for Beyonce and plays host to other A-listers, yet Z-listers like Michelle Keegan get to be invited to. They're confused about the high-low of it all, mm-hmm. which is interesting to me. Blimey, seems like all the Z-listers rocked up to this event. Were they giving the tickets away? But I think a lot of... I do think a, for every Rebel Wilson, for every Nat Bass who went to this thing... There is someone much famous than them who didn't tweet about it and who didn't post about it and who hit it. Well, that's out. the thing. Exactly. So it's there are like, plenty of people it's kind who of were like famous. the Cold Stone creamery mm-hmm. step and repeat. It's like it doesn't have any value if nobody poses in front of it. So like even if even if uh, Brad Pitt is at the awards, if he doesn't pose in front of your Cold Stone creamery step and repeat, there's no point for it. You need somebody a little bit less famous who's willing to pose in front of the Cold Stone step and repeat. Exactly. Cold Stone creamery step and repeat. Step and repeat. But I think that, like, there were plenty, like, they, this still worked out for them. As long as the right. who's are willing to pose in front of the step and repeat and say, we did it, we did it, we made it here. We went to this controversial place shamelessly. We do not care. That makes up for the fact that, like, I'm sure plenty of very, very famous people went to this and we have no clue that they were there. Well, we also kept you their know? phones in the damn bag, as Beyonce requested. <laughs> yeah. Keep your phones in the damn bag. It's in good the for damn you and bag. it's good for Beyonce, you know? Moving on. We finally had in a breaking news. We've been standing by the phone, waiting for the sneaker night light to show to to glare to Blair oh to glare to Blair sneaker night sneaker light the sneaker light. It's a phone shaped like a sneaker, and when mm-hmm. it, you call, it go it turns up like it, mm-hmm. the light turns on. Yeah. So when the so when the sneaker it's a light Hutchins phone reference, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> in case you didn't know, <laughs> I got there. When the sneaker light phone rings, it go it it sounds like the song. Basically, what we're gonna do is dance. Basically, what we're gonna do, you know, but it rings. Basically. And it sings it. The word basically, basically what we're gonna do yeah think about oh, translating that into another language basically what we're gonna do is language that should only be used in a cooking video the word basically should never be in a song ever it should never be a song lyric it should be banned basically <laughs> what we're gonna do is dance imagine being like at the club and it's like the song is like basically what we're gonna do is dance <laughs> basically what you're gonna do is you're just gonna want to coat them with olive oil and salt and pepper you know just yeah to basically taste. what you're gonna <laughs> do no it's it's untranslatable in any app in any other language actually i wonder how it if it was in another language what would it be like it wouldn't even exist you know there's no no way to convey that type of kind of sentiment which is like teaching someone something without any excitement or basically what you're gonna do is (laughs) (laughs) how do you describe that french translation as a as a french speaker (laughs) basically fundamental (laughs) do it is it? Does it work? No. Here we go. Listen. Fundamentalement, ce que nous allons faire, c'est danser. Basically, lo, lo que vamos, what we're gonna do is hacer e bailar. Basically, what we're gonna do is dance. No one would ever say that. If you <laughs> translated to, it back, it would be like. I tried to translate it to Hebrew, and Google refused to give me the audio. It was like we're not speaking this. <laughs> no, Japanese is. Basically, what we are going to do is dance, <laughs> is if you put that back in going back to English. Yeah. Okay. Totally. It's just like deeply uncomfortable, you know? Basically, what we are going to do is dance. This is like one of those, I mean, people are complaining about AI generated music. Babes, it already happened. <laughs> We've already been doing this. Basically, a sort of like, um, it's a sentiment. It's like, it's like 
that you that you use when you're filling time. It's like basically uh, like yeah, you use it as sort right. of like a tick. Anyway, so basically what happened here. So basically what we're going to do is answer the phone Vanessa, when we hear about Vanessa Hudgens news. And we've been mm-hmm. waiting for Vanessa Hudgens to weigh in on her ex-boyfriend Austin Butler's like, honestly, historic rise to A-lister or something like that via his Elvis success, right? Yeah. I mean, you and I saw Elvis, but wow, what a what a turn of events this, yeah. this uh, awards ride has been for this yeah. movie and for this performance, which was mm-hmm. good. But... I, the the true heads remember that Vanessa Hudgens is very very crucial to the origin story of the Elvis, uh, role, right? Mm-hmm. And we know that she told a story forever ago, uh, that she was the one who said you have to play Elvis yes. when he did it in a pre- he sang an Elvis song and she said you have to play Elvis. And in a fa- and then, in a now famous video, he referred to the person in that story famous. as a friend, a friend and not my fair, my girlfriend is... Vanessa Hudgens, ex girlfriend well, Vanessa Hudgens. Well, he, he could have said my ex or my ex girlfriend, my girlfriend mm-hmm. at the time. You know, he said my friend Vanessa said. Mm-hmm. When he didn't say Vanessa. He just said my friend. We all know so, that's Vanessa. We all know that's we all Vanessa. Know. Because last December we were driving along and we were listening to Christmas music and an Elvis <laughs> Presley Christmas song came on. Mm. And he had just dyed his hair dark. He's a natural, like, blonde blonde. And um, I was looking at him and he was singing along and I was like, babe, you need to play Elvis. I'm like, I don't know how, but, like, I'm, I'm serious. You need to play him. And then January, he was sitting at the piano. He's a musician. And he's playing and he's singing. And I'm like, I, I don't know how, but we need to figure out how you can play Elvis. Like, I don't really? know how we get rights or, like, what we do, but, like, this you need to play him. It is your calling. And then that next month, we get a call You're saying kidding. Baz Luhrmann is doing the Elvis biopic. And we, I was like, babe, this, this is it. This is it. This is it. You put it- so I was looking at Christmas lights, and, uh, and there was an Elvis Christmas song on the radio, and I was with a friend of mine, and I was singing along, and my friend kind of looked over at me and goes, you got to play Elvis. Oh, wow. And I said, oh, man, that's such a long shot. And I threw it away another one of those moments. And then a couple of weeks later, I was playing the piano, and I, I never really sang for any of my friends or anything. And um, that same friend was there, and I, I was playing the piano. She said, I'm serious. you got to figure out how you can get the rights to a script wow. and, like, write something. I don't know that everyone around the actors' roundtable knew that it was Vanessa. Like, I don't know that Colin Farrell knew it was Vanessa, but we knew it was Vanessa. So Austin Butler has been clowned for his accent for going on, what, nine months at this point? Like, it's been going on for a long time. All the promo leading up to this Elvis movie. So what happened? We have been clowning, and we as in the people. The culture. The public. Yeah. The uh, culture. Have, have been clowning Austin Butler for his accent that he cannot get rid of for months now. Right? He cannot but who get has rid it? of it. People confront him on the red carpet about it at this point. Like, it, like is, <laughs> it is it is a joke. <laughs> He talked about it on Saturday Night Live. It's it's part of his public story right, he, at this point. To be fair to him, he has accepted the joke but mm-hmm. continues to speak like this. But he will not change it. He will not change it. Until and some he wins speech, the Oscar. And some speech coaches say that it might remain forever. So Page Six wrote the story, Austin Butler's Elvis accent is genuine, might remain forever. They're quoting a voice coach. So someone on Instagram posted this and said he went to the Lady Gaga School of Oscar campaign acting. Okay. 
Which, to be fair, she didn't win, so uh, I wouldn't say yeah, it's like I a success. Cool. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I watch what you're... Yeah, okay. So Vanessa Hudgens comments on this Instagram post referencing a page six story that calls out Austin Butler for an accent that might remain forever and this person making fun of that accent for being the Lady Gaga school of Oscar campaign acting with one word. She wrote, crying. 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 So now Vanessa Hudgens finally... She's finally spoken she, about her, her ex's response. accent. She which broke is, her which silence. Which is kind of perfect. It's like, it's like, say just enough. Don't be crying. mean. Don't make fun. Don't dwell. Right. Don't say it on the like. Don't say it in uh, on a clip on a red carpet. Just write an Instagram comment that says crying. crying. It's like it's very it's very comments by comment. celebs. You know, it's yes. very it's very. She might be asked about it in the future, though. You know, but she I don't think would ever say anything but supportive. About no, him. I think if she's asked about it, if she's asked about it on a red carpet, I think that she would sort of like, you know, I just, he's so talented and I support him and I understand how complicated it can be to like inhabit the life of a real person and when you want to be respectful. Like Does she, she will, Who she, she ever no, played? I'm saying, I'm saying she will, she will talk her way through like without ever criticizing him. Basically <laughs> what we're going to do is not comment. Exactly. Basically, what we're going to do is not insult my ex-boyfriend on TV. Okay? Exactly. That's her exactly. talking to her, to the... Basically, what we're going to do is not do that. And to be fair, Miss Vanessa Hudgens, who has Princess Switch now, what, four times, <laughs> is quite familiar with an accent. Okay? Yes. And she can take it off and bring it back on mm-hmm. whenever she wants, because she's skillful like that. Who are you? Lady Margaret Delacorte, Duchess Montanaro, Stacey DeNovo. I think we were destined to run into each other. Speaking of accents... Wait, really? Eladia Baldwin. Oh my God, okay. you're so right. I actually don't Let's... want to talk much what? about this, but no, like just I wanted to put it out there. I don't want to talk about actually why she's back in the news. No, but I do want to point out that every time she speaks on camera in an extended way, the same conversation comes up, and it is kind of maddening at this point. Mm-hmm. And not maddening like has anything to do with what is happening with her and her family which is a whole other topic. But it is a little weird to hear her still speak like this. Yeah. And we all know her name is Hillary. She's from Boston. I want you guys to realize that we have seven kids. And you being here to escort them to school and to be there when they come home is not good. So on a human level, you guys know I'm not going to say anything to you. You know that. So please leave my family in peace and let this all play out. I mean, where do you think Austin Butler got the inspiration for maintaining the Elvis accent? He was like, if Ila, he was like, if Ilaria can do it, uh, I could do it. I could do it. He's like, como se dice? <laughs> cool. <laughs> como, como se dice blue suede shoes? Como se dice blue suede shoes? Como se dice the colonel? <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, at least he could say, he can say Viva Las Vegas, though. <laughs> she's like, Viva, she's like, como se dice, long live Las Vegas? Uh, oh, Viva Las Vegas! Oh, Viva como Las Vegas! Como se dice, long live Las Vegas. Oh, my God. Como se dice. Oh, my God. Okay, so, Ilaria Baldwin Scammer. I just think we can. I think we can note it. I think we can note. Long live Las Vegas. I think we can note that this like 
number one scammer oh is like back in the news without actually talking about like the darkness that is the news. You know what I mean? Right. I don't because don't want she do herself that. is objectively one of the funniest people who's ever lived. Her walking through the streets of New York City wearing a shirt that says empathy, holding like a Starbucks in like American apparel, like faux leather stretchy pants, you know, and mm-hmm. giving the and giving her all giving her Rosetta Stone all at like an interview with like local news. You know what I mean? You know, they like. D- I can't even do the accent. It's offensive if I do it. It's offensive if she does it, but it's more offensive if I do it for some reason. Did you know, I don't know if you heard about this, but did you know that yeah. they actually added Eladia's childhood home to the Freedom Trail in Boston? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's there now. <laughs> yeah, it's the can, final stop. It's like birthplace of like Hillary, whatever her, whatever her name, Hillary. So Eladia's walking around getting coffee in a sweater that says empathy and she's mad at all the attention. The real reason that I'm like kind of rolling my eyes at this, I mean, yeah. there's there's countless reasons I'm rolling my eyes at this. Remember two weeks ago when Alec Baldwin went on Instagram Live and said, my wife's so close to a million followers, follower, follower. This is two two weeks after being like, all my wife wants is more attention. Give her more attention. Give her the attention that she craves. And the moment she gets attention in a bad way, she's like, how dare you give me attention? Um, I would like to ask you a favor. I would like to ask you a small favor. And that is my wife is just, it seems like she's just centimeters shy of uh, um, a million followers on Instagram. And I would like to ask you, as a birthday gift or even just gesture to my wife, would you follow her on Instagram? It's insane. Because guess what? Attention on the streets of New York is bad. Attention followers on Instagram is money. Is mm-hmm. literally means you can make more money. Mm-hmm. So what he's saying is follow my money-making wife so she can make more money on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's just, they are so insane. Like, Oh, so you don't want attention for this on your terms? Absolutely not. You mm-hmm. don't get to determine that. Like, yes. you don't. You either get to say, leave us alone. We want to be private or not. You don't get to say, hey, everybody, it's January 5th, by the way. Just weirdly. It's January 5th, the day before my wife's birthday. Okay, Alaria Baldwin's <laughs> birthday is January 6th. I just want to put that out there. And I don't, I don't think she had anything to do with it, but I just want to say it's the vibes are bad, okay? But like the vibes are extremely bad if your wife's birthday is January 6th. And I wouldn't put that out there. I wouldn't I wouldn't publicize that. Como se dice stop the steal? (laughs) Como se dice insurrection? Um, Hey, everybody. It's January 5th, the day before my wife's birthday. It's my wife, Alaria's birthday tomorrow on January 6th. Yeah, babe, we put that together. We um, we don't attach the same significance to January 6th as other people do. Okay, well, too late. Um, We can just say it's Alaria's birthday. My wife is just, it seems she's centimeters from, she's centimeters shy of 1 million followers on Instagram. And I would like to ask you as a birthday gift or even just a gesture to my wife, would you follow her on Instagram? The nerve. The nerve someone, of this man. The someone nerve. is dead. Someone, yes, is, someone is dead. Yeah. And, and, and this of, family yeah. acts like no one is dead. Right. Instead of saying literally anything of any importance at all about the world or anything. I don't know. I just feel like. I'd rather mi- I'd rather them misdirect into like a direction of something other that has to do with charity and is fake as well. Mm-hmm. Then this is almost too real. Like we're not yeah. going to talk about anything. We're just going to say, please follow my wife on her birthday, the date <laughs> of the insurrection. Uh, 
so she can hit a million followers. <laughs> it's un it's unbelievable. It's like truly it's un- unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And and that's it's like un- What's happening with the, the the way that Alec Baldwin and Ilaria Baldwin have and continue to behave is one of the most unbelievable things. And are we biased by the fact that Alec Baldwin once tweeted a mean thing about us? Yes, we're fully. Uh, we are. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. Yeah. We're traveling to do English speaking countries for the next leg of our tour. But if we want to travel to Japan or like Poland, we should use Rosetta Stone to learn a language. I'm definitely traveling to Japan and Poland, and I'm definitely using Rosetta Stone to learn a new language. We have to make Who Weekly multilingual with Rosetta Stone. That's been a fantasy of mine for a long time, to be a bilingual podcast. And the only way to do it is by using Rosetta Stone, the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn. They've been a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. They're known for their fast language acquisition because they immerse you in many ways. There are no English translations. You really learn to speak and think. There's an intuitive process and they're designed for long-term retention. They have a built-in true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation and it's an amazing value because Lifetime Membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs in your entire life. That's Lifetime Access to all 25 language courses. Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off a steal. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership at 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com who today. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time for you to get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit. A game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right, cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high-quality items priced within reach, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for 50 bucks, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14-karat gold jewelry. You know what I recommend from Quince? I got a classic organic per sale duvet cover. I got it in, what color did I get it in? Sand? It's a mm-hmm. nice earthy, it's not white. It, but it's it's a nice off-white sand. It's great. That sounds amazing. It is amazing. I love it. It's very comfortable. Quince is very well known for their washable silk. I have a piece. I have a skirt, washable mm-hmm. silk skirt. And there's nothing like, again, I know we keep saying washable silk, but there's really truly nothing like washable silk because silk is really hard to take care of, good silk. And you can wash Quince silk. Mm-hmm. And the best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, they cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. Wow. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash who. Let's talk about a Nepo Baby we've never discussed before and one that is kind of always or has been left out of the Nepo Baby conversation up until like the past week. You don't get to be a Nepo Baby if you're not successful. Does that make, like, you can't, no one's, like, talking about you unless, like, you're using your, you're not a Nepo baby if it's not working. 
Yeah, and he only started sort of trying to be on the no. come up. No, he's been working at this for a while. He's just not successful. I mean, obviously people have heard of him and he is maybe making money and he's been on a song with MGK, but I just don't think you're a Nepo baby unless you're actually somebody that someone's like, how did you get to where you are? No one's really wondering where, like how Cindy Lauper's son arrived. And Cindy Lauper's son is Dex Lauper and he's about to make music with Cindy Lauper, which is kind of the reason that he's getting attention now. Because he's like, I'm going to collab with my mother. My, you know, I got to do the question. Everyone in, in, in the industry, from, from film to TV to music, uh -huh. they've been asked this question. And I'm sure that you probably get shit about it all the time. But I got to know, what is your feelings on like the, the nepotism argument that people that people use? They're, they're always you doing, mean? like the idea that like, you know. I got my GED, but you got to explain. <laughs> well, pe people that have famous, famous parents, right? Uh -huh. That they're, they're, they complain that it's not, oh, it's not fair that, you know, that. Well, if you know me, if shots. you know me personally, yeah. like a lot of people do in New York, I grew up in Harlem, though. So me and my mom was kind of split up when I was a kid. But we reconnected through music, which was kind of beautiful. So, yeah, that is, that's awesome. So I don't complain about my story, man. It's a blessing. I'm a, you know I mean, everything that happened that was good is a blessing, and everything that happened that bad is a blessing. You learn from everything. Well, well. Would, would you ever do a track with your mom? Or do you have songs with your mom already in the, in I got, the bank? I got like three or four records with my mom. Is it going to be on the album? It's All a right. little special, bro. You got to like... That's what I'm saying. You got to build for that. Does your mom give you like, yo, like she listens and she's like... She loves my music. Crazy. At first, it was like... I had to put the work in, bro. Like she's not going to just respect me for... Well, TMZ like knows what he looks like, which I think is also really funny. Is like they'll... Uh, TMZ knows to their credit they really know what a lot of people look like which i'm always very impressed like if you were if you saw dex lopper walking down the street you wouldn't be like that's cindy lopper's son dex lopper aka declan wallace thornton lopper but tmz these paparazzi they know like what people look like so they're interviewing dex lopper at lax right and he's saying mm -hmm. Oh, I'm promoting my cannabis brand, but also I'm really excited because I'm collabing with Trippy Red, G Easy, and I'm collabing with my mom, Cindy Lauper. Do you know my mom is Cindy Lauper? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you're like, I don't know if you should be saying your mom is Cindy Lauper if you want me to take you seriously about the other stuff that you just mentioned. <laughs> Am I wrong? You're not wrong. I love yeah. that. I love that he is also the level of celebrity and the type of person who, when approached by TMZ posts that video with TMZ on his Instagram yes. and says, shout out TMZ for the fire interview. Right. Like he wants totally. this attention. He's like, TMZ cameras, I want you. I adore you. And what is really, really charming about, I think this kid, I mean, he's like 25 or 26 at this point, is that Cindy Lauper and her husband, uh, David Thornton. Thornton, okay, they're still married. Their romance is like very sweet. They met on the set of this movie that she was in called Off and Running, which I don't think anyone saw because it wasn't it. good. But she, it was like she was trying to like do movie things, didn't work. And he played the killer in the movie and they met and they fell in love. What do a wacky nightclub mermaid? Promise me you'll name a horse after me. A million dollar pony. <laughs> One dead jockey. We do not even kill for this. An ex-pro golfer. Good golf, please. No, you can't. One kidnapped kid. So you and Jack gonna do it now? And a psycho killer have in common. <laughs> They're all off and running. They have like a very sweet love story. 
Mm-hmm. And the product of their love story is this kid who said, uh, you're going to name me Declan Wallace Thornton Lopper? No, I'm Dex Lopper. I'm now a rapper. <laughs> and I'm going to be the most annoying seeming person who's ever lived. I'm sorry. I'm looking at really quickly this movie Off and Running. The, the Wikipedia yeah. for the movie Off and Running ends with this this little sentence. The film was not widely distributed and coasted into notability mainly because of Lopper's involvement. It is generally available on VHS for less than a dollar. And then it says citation needed. And I was like, well, how much is a VHS of off and running on eBay? It's $25. $25 is the lowest price. Not less than a dollar at all. I also want to put it out there that this son has also uh, been accused of uh, domestic assault by an ex-girlfriend, which was Love and Hip Hop's uh, Brittany F. Taylor claims Cindy Lauper's son put his alabaster fists on her after he cheated with Amara La Negra. This was from 2018. 2018. Obviously, that's a bossip uh, headline. I wouldn't say mm-hmm. alabaster fists, but they did. So it's kind of funny. And so this kid is not without he's not just like a funny random kid. That is an awful accusation. But now he's out here like selling a cannabis brand and being like, I'm working with my mother. Um, mm-hmm. If I was Cindy Lauper, I'd be like, absolutely not. But, you know, it's her son. Dex Lauper, mom and I have songs coming after I drop this fire with Trippy and g Easy. And if you're wondering if he's already done the thing, it's like, oh, you know who I am. Yeah, one time he was arrested for being caught just hanging out in a stolen car and he told the cops, you probably know who I am. <laughs> I don't think that they did. <laughs> This was 20, this was like last year. This was last summer. No one knew who you were. I'm an artist. You probably know who I am. My mother's Cindy Lauper. It's not my car. Somebody told me to sit in it. My mother is Cindy Lauper. And if you're. <laughs> next time I'm, next time I'm caught doing something, I'm going to say my mother's Cindy Lauper. Somebody told me to sit here. My mother is Cindy Lauper. <laughs> I wonder what that would, like it would certainly wouldn't work. Would that do anything? I know right. it wouldn't work, but like what would it right. do? You know, like what response would it elicit? I'm not quite mm. sure. I don't know that I can predict that. I would say, honey, I don't uh, I don't think that's uh, Cindy Lauper. Okay? Someone asked me to Your be mother- here. My mom is Cindy Lauper. Right. Somebody asked me to sit here. My mom is Cindy Lauper. <laughs> not working. Also not working. No, it's working. Holly Madison did the 25 things you don't know about me. The the one they called it in the headline is I have a year round Star Wars themed Christmas tree, which that's is true. I didn't offensive. know that about her. I didn't know that about her. <laughs> She's been making the rounds on TikTok recently. She and the other girly have a podcast. It's the podcast. I don't know. And and it's a lot of like reclaiming my girls next door Mm -hmm. truths, et cetera. Now, especially because Hugh Hefner's dead, they can really like go off. Not that they couldn't before, but they really are. You can't defame the dead. Well, right. And so they don't have to worry about keeping their mouth shut. so so it was like, oh, what is Holly doing press for? It's the podcast, right? It's got to mm-hmm. be the podcast. It's always a podcast. The girls next level. It's always a podcast. It must suck to have to relive. It's one thing to do like a OC rewatch or, you know, or like Friday Night Lights rewatch podcast when you're on that show. That's just a job you once had. It's like, I guess it's not that fun to talk about an old job, but talking about like a tra- traumatizing years of your life. A guy who you right? really hated, a guy who sucks, like reliving that every week. It's just, I mean, it's, it does sound, it does sound like uniquely miserable, you know? That's what I'm saying. I just feel like it's not, it, it's diff, it, it rings different than just, oh, we're doing a recap of a reality show that we were once on. This is like an mm. awful reality you had to live. Now you're going to do a recap of it. I guess if the point is to like, you know, recontextualize mm-hmm. it, it feels empowering, but I feel yeah. like it'd be kind of depressing. Anything else from this 25 things that you, a common misconception of me is that I'm single. I'm not. Okay, I'm not. That's funny. That's really funny. Is that 
Is that like but a blanket also, statement for all time? A common misconception about me, like generally is that I'm single. I'm I'm not. Well, I'm never and then single. You th- and then you think, well, is number 16 going to be something about her singledom or the fact that she's seeing someone? No, number 16 no. is in an alternate universe, I would like to write gothic pulp novels from my home, which would be on a castle or a hill. Wasn't she dating Zach Baggins, the guy that collected all the scary items? Remember him? I think they split. Oh, the guy who had that. Last year. The guy who had that thing that had the ghost in it. He had the Annabelle doll. The Annabelle like, doll. He, ha- he had the house with the Annabelle doll in it, and everyone was like, "Uh, no, thank you." But he kept like buying all these spooky things. I guess somebody else did. They them. date? Yeah, they did date. They did date. Yeah. They dated. Yeah. They started dating before the right before they the pandemic, date. and they, they broke up date. right in the middle of the pandemic. Yep, that's what it was. Yes. Yeah. Okay, you got that right. Completely forgot about that. And she has two kids. One is named Rainbow Aurora, and the other is named Forrest Leonardo. Just letting you know. Very interesting names. Thank you. I really needed to know that. That's really good. Okay. You're welcome. I'm reading the Prince Harry memoir, and nobody's mentioned the thing I find most shocking. He paid for his own suite in Vegas. Where was the VIP host? He was not doing his job. We have a lot of relationship news to cover. Broken engagement, Maya Jama and Ben Simmons have broken up, which we I guess we sort of knew it was rumored. But now Ben Simmons is like, I'm filing this legal motion to get make you give me back the ring that I proposed to you with. And it's a million, it's an a million, it's a million dollar ring. Well, eight hundred thousand pound ring. It's a million dollar ring. I love well, you know why I love this? It's petty, which mm-hmm. I love. But why I think he's doing it, and what and I think this is iconic, is that I don't know if you know, but Love Island winter season has started yeah i've heard that so she is the host of love island now you actually did know that we talked about Mm -hmm. that and she uh is on love island winter and when i tell you she looks incredible on this show i mean (laughs) i don't know how to describe it it's like this show is about hot people meeting each other so the host of the show ideally is hotter than anyone there because it's like they're they don't want to be part of the fray they almost have to be above the fray where it's like you are actually the goddess that we would dream of even dating, but you can't touch me or talk to me. I'm the host. Like mm-hmm. you have to meet, talk to these like normal people, meaning they're not normal. They're all hot. It's like she is so, she looks so good and she is so well styled and she just looks so beautiful that I think he saw the show and he said, hold on, I want my ring back. Like I think that's, I mean, I don't know if the timing is correct on this because, you know, legal, whatever. This is this was published January 21st. Uh, it's now the 24th. Uh, when was this like filed or whatever? Mm-hmm. But the point is, is that I think that he saw the show and he was like, well, fuck that. Give me my fucking engagement ring back. I need it back mm-hmm. now. Don't you think well, that kind of makes sense? Well, what's weird about this, I mean, I guess it maybe the urgency. It explains the urgency because what makes this story so funny is that he like immediately skips to DEFCON 1 or whatever. He's like, I need the ring back. I'm hiring a lawyer to get my fucking ring back. And then her statement to the press is, or via a friend, is like, Maya is happy to give it back. Like, I don't know why he's suddenly calling a lawyer on me. Like, he never asked for it before. Right, because it's almost like he is publicizing the fact that she, quote unquote, didn't give it back. But babe, Mm -hmm. if you don't ask for it back, you're not going to get it back. You know, like, you have to ask. Her rep told The Sun, quote, Maya received a request from Ben's representatives on Friday afternoon asking her to return the engagement ring that he gave her as a gift last year. This was the first time she's been asked by Ben to return it. And for the avoidance of any doubt, she never refused to return it. She's also, like, please she's happy to give it back. But he's a very rich basketball player. So mm-hmm. this is it's not out of really... Pettiness. 
It's pettiness. And I really think that why I find this so funny is I really think it's because he saw her on Love Island and she was looking fucking fresh. I know that in New York, that we I've looked this up before. In in New York State, yeah, you, it's the type of gift where like if you get engaged and give someone a, a ring and then you don't end up getting married, you are well within your right to ask for the ring back. That it's a gift that you can ask back. It's called like conditional giving or conditional mm, gifting because the condition is marriage. Yeah, right? the condition is marriage. But I think mm. it's sort of it's one of I think it is one of those laws that varies from place to place. So mm. you know. It, that's well, just so an interesting the UK. thing. And she's giving press being like, I am so single right now. I'm mm-hmm. so single. I'm mm-hmm. single. I've never been more single. I'm so single. Hello, hello. Hello, Should we have a little chat? Yeah, Well, who's looking for love and who's looking for a bit of fun? Looking for a wife, you mean? You're looking yeah, for a that's wife? that's it. Yeah. Okay. And Ron, Mr. Confident, oh. what are you looking for? For me, it's all if they're a nice girl. Okay. So I just want to try all the flavours, whatever's in front of me, and... Okay, have a little taste of each. Yeah, have a taste of each, and then we'll see which one's actually a nice wifey for lifey. Anyways, Keely Williams got so many headlines. She hasn't gotten this much... He- like, when she talks about the Cheetah Girls, when she talks about the year 2002 or whatever, Keely Williams will get headlines. Keely Williams, former member of the Cheetah Girls, was interviewed on... And 3LW is... Their legacy is outsized considering their, you know, their work. No. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But also, like, two of the three remain pretty famous and notable and constantly, like, That's in the true. public eye. So that That's does true. help. And nostalgia's powerful. It's true. It's yes. True. It's true. But Keely is definitely the least famous of the of the three Cheetah Girls. So mm-hmm. she was on a... I, when I first saw these headlines... But she did create the most memorable meme of that band's history. Wait, which one is that? Prometheus, Prometheus. Oh, Prometheus, you know. Prometheus. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm getting a little tired of you broken promises, promises. Looking at your pages, seeing different numbers and numbers. Keely Williams, I saw these headlines and I was like, I swear to God, TMZ's, 3LW's Keely Williams. I bump, bump, bumped 75% of B2K all at the same time. Bossip's headline was, Keely Williams reveals she was smashed to B2K bits by three members during her ho days. That's in quotes. And I was like, did she go on a podcast? Turns out she went on a podcast. Yeah, she went obviously. on. Carlos King's podcast, um, Reality with the King. He's the reality TV king. He's producer, podcast host. Like, kind of like an Andy Cohen figure in a way because he produces podcasts and he also has a podcast where he, he produces reality shows, but he also has a podcast where he talks about those things and he wants to be famous. So it's very Andy Cohen. Keely was on his podcast and it's at the end. They're just talking about, like, they're friends also because he he made another reality show about, like, creating, like, a song and she was one of the former girl group members who like created a super group to make a song on a reality show like two years ago rbo day mm-hmm. was on that show too so they have oh. an they have an existing relationship but at the uh-huh. end of the episode he's like oh did you ever date anyone from b2k and she's like mm. when we're older and be like yeah i was out there thought 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 in so wait oh, keely this j book rasby at the same damn time only one time. That's that's only a one-time thing. And she's like, mm. I mean, I'm sure you're going to play the clip. She's like, I didn't date them, but we had an entanglement. Mm, and okay, the entanglement okay, was... Uh, okay, with... Will Smith's wife. Okay, Jada Pinkett. Yeah. And so she's like... Sorry, I forgot her name for a second. We, I basically had sex with three of them, all but Omarion. And that's that so just funny. sort of... It's a, it's actually 
a really funny interview. She and had to she's force like them with Raspy, Lil Fizz, and Jay Boog. Remember, like, wasn't there another B2K? But it wasn't fight a force over the B2K guys or whatever. It was. There was someone else there too because then she started tweeting about it because the attention I think tickled her. She thought it was funny, and she goes, "Since at the Carlos King thinks the most interesting thing about me is my whore days, Rasby is the biggest." <laughs> Hashtag thought tales, and then she goes, "Honorable mention to the other girls who were there. I will keep your secrets until I right. don't feel it like, like it anymore." It seems like more of an orgy <laughs> than like a concentrated foursome yeah and that's what she's like i'm not gonna call this we're talking dating. about chain smoker we're talking about chain smoker things yes you know? it's a chain smoker moment she's like yeah, no, we're no, having no, a chain no, smoker moment but i also <sighs> think like for as much as i'm like keely no one asked someone did ask first of all like it's my 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 impulse was to say no one asked but in both the chain smoker situation and in this situation someone, someone asked. asked someone right. asked so That's why like, podcasts are dangerous. That's what I'm saying. That's why podcasts, podcasts are, are so fucking dangerous because this someone's going to ask. <laughs> someone's going to ask. Extremely not dangerous. Any other podcast, just the most dangerous thing because they're going to ask this bullshit and then it's going to get excerpt- excerpted and then people are going to be like, who asked this? And it's going to be like, <laughs> unfortunately, the answer to that is somebody did Carlos ask. King. Someone asked. He did ask. Weirdly, we have a perfect segue into the B- the B2K member that wasn't involved in the maybe foursome, Omarion, which is really mm-hmm. funny. So mm-hmm. what's Omarion up to? The, uh, the the B2K member who didn't um, hang out with Keely in an intimate way back in the day, mm-hmm. people thought that he was dating Nia Long because I mm-hmm. guess they were spotted holding hands, which again, spotted holding hands. Then when you see the photo, it's not they are not hands. holding hands. This it's would not actually make me upset. It's so he's it's holding, so annoying. He's grabbing her like to be fair, this is like this is a sweet gesture, but mm-hmm. it's not holding hands. No. She has her hand on his like upper arm, his bicep, and he has his hand on her waist, like but they're not close together. They're like farther apart, almost like they're posing for a picture. You're about they're to kind posing. of posing. They're in. on a step and repeat. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like they're about to kind of put their arms around each other for a photograph, which you would do with anyone you're maybe taking a photograph with. And the Shade Room posted the photo and said, the smile on Omarion's face says it all. It's like he literally is doing press, smiling, performing. The smile. What they're trying to say is it's like. What the, the what the smile what the smile says to me is not that they're dating. The smile says like he's like oh he has a little crush on Nia Long and he's happy to like sure, sure, be up sure. close to her. That's all the smile says. And who wouldn't? And who the wouldn't? smile this exactly the smile does not to me communicate love. It communicates excitement. That's it. Like ooh. And she literally looks so good. She looks stunning. and don't forget she just she dumped perfect. her the the uh, Celtics. A manager boyfriend who cheated on her remember after moving to Boston for his dumb ass no it's it's I don't know I don't know how else to put it but it's like it's a it's like revenge sexiness because it's not like the Chloe Kardashian revenge body because it's like nothing about her physically changed but it's like she's definitely like there's something to the way that she's there's something she's wearing a revenge dress which I actually she's love a reven- it's, like it's a, a revenge dress white it's a revenge dress chic form-fitting like sheath dress and in the comments to this anyway she wrote everybody simmer down i'm single as fuck kiss face was she at the dubai event is that what this photo she, she was dubai immediately too? yeah she was at dubai yeah she went to the but beyonce see, like, concert just a photo of her like check and she and the reason we know she's in dubai is because she's in like a fancy looking place she doesn't say what she's doing but her location is tagged as dubai united arab emirates and it's just like okay, yeah we know why you're in dubai no like but she that's the anyway is to do it. 
Yeah. And it's like, okay, so is she there for the Beyonce concert? Probably. But she's not like t- posting photos and having to kind of, you know. I didn't see Nia Long on the red carpet that like Rebel Wilson was on. Of course you didn't. You didn't see her in front of the Cold Stone Creamery ice cream <laughs> stepping her feet to the Golden Globe either. Storm Reed. Storm Reed, star of Missing, which by the well, way, I, I hate the ads for Missing. Have you seen I the ads for Missing? With, yes, they the are ad for so missing. bad. Well, the thing is, I really want to see. So this is another this is another segue because Nia Long is in Missing. Nia Long is in Missing. Is she missing? She's missing, right? No, she. Yeah, she's missing. She's the mom who's yeah. missing. And right. Storm Reed Storm. is like, "Hello, I need to find my mom. My mom right. is missing." So right. Storm and Reed, it's like, it's the rudest ad because honestly, no offense. Stop to Storm scrolling. Reed, but you might not recognize her at first. So you're kind of like maybe like you get see her on TikTok and it's like, stop scrolling. My mom is missing. And you're like, wait, is that? Oh, fuck you. You know? Yeah. Stop scrolling. My mom is missing and I need your help. Please spread the word. Every day that passes makes it harder to find her. So Storm Reed is doing press for her new movie Missing where she has an ad. I'm sure you played it at this point where she tells you to stop scrolling down your feed so that she can tell you that her mom's missing. Stop. <laughs> stop. Stop yeah. scrolling. My Stop mom scrolling. is missing. And I feel My like, mom's missing. I feel like that ad just did her so dirty because I do want to see this movie, actually. No, and the first one was good. It's it's a sequel to the sequel one that was the one the also them. John Cho. John that Cho was, was all was like on it. the computer, right? Mm-hmm. And it also was it was weirdly kind of good. What's more compelling than having to find Nia Long? You know, like <laughs> we need to find yeah. Nia Long. So Stop! My mom's missing. Stop! <laughs> Stop! Stop scrolling. My mom is missing and I need your help. Please spread the word. Every day that passes makes it harder to find her. And the thing, well, the thing that makes this funny is that, like, everyone likes Storm Reed, kind of. So it's like. No, she really is quite likable. There's no ill will towards Storm Reed, and yet people are all making fun of her. Like, they're not making fun of her. They're making fun of this specific thing. But they're kind of, like, lovingly making fun of advertising. It's not really, like, Storm Reed's fault that she's in this, like, insane ad that. You know, uh, where the social team was like, Storm, (laughs) do you have an hour? Okay. Yeah. So Storm Reed is dating dating Deion Sanders. Sanders. Deion Sanders' son, son, who was also a football player. player, But turned commentator. Because I don't know him as a football player. I just remember him as like a commentator. Wait, no, she goes, that's what it is. She goes to USC and he doesn't play for USC. He plays for the Colorado Buffaloes. The Colorado. Oh, uh, yes, of course. Thank you for okay. confirming that. So now they're dating. Okay. And I was like, wait, I know that I've seen, I've, I've heard of Dion. Like, I don't follow football at all. But like, obviously, Deion Sanders is like one of the Vemi football players who I've heard of, for sure. Why do I know that like Deion Sanders has kids? For some reason, something broke in my brain where I was like, oh, right. Deion Sanders has a lot of kids. Because I remember Deion and Pilar Sanders' primetime love reality show on Oxygen. Not that I watched it, but I remember the that's press of that. That's insane that that's like, what you remember. That that's was funny from... that that's what you remember. But when did this premiere? 2008. That was the exact like red hot moment where it was like, we need to find another Osbournes. We need to find another whatever. And, if, and the Kardashians won. You know, like the Kardashians I came saw... out a year before. Wait. Speaking of TikToks, I heard a great story on a TikTok the other day. Do you want me to tell it to you about yeah, the please. Osbournes? So yeah. I guess the, the this is actually what TikTok can be good for is I scrolled by some an excerpt an excerpted interview between Jamie Kennedy. I guess Jamie Kennedy has a podcast. I'm sure who doesn't, and um, Jack Osborne, who by the mm-hmm. way has lo- fully lost his British accent, which I find fascinating. Like he just <laughs> does not sound British anymore. And Jack it's Osborne was telling us. Story about Jamie Jamie Kennedy. I'm pretty sure it's Jamie Kennedy again. If it's not, I'm sorry. He said 
um, you guys made a lot of money from that. And Jack Osborne goes, yeah, well, we got lucky. And then he proceeds to tell a story about, I didn't know this. Apparently, the when the Osbournes launched, everybody was so excited about it. And the buzz was so crazy because they'd never seen anything like it before. Uh-huh. That they rushed, rushed, rushed to launch the show before the Osbournes even signed any sort of release. So they did the whole season without a release. And they're minors. Kelly. Jack, they're both minors. So oh. they basically went to MTV and said, give us, you have to give us whatever we ask for now or you're truly fucked because you rushed out this show without getting us to sign the release. And he was saying like, we were just signing everything. We didn't even care. They just were so speedy that we did not sign the release until after the show was premiered. Isn't that crazy? And then, be- and then because of that, they had the- They made uh, a ton of money. Right. Okay. So they had the leverage to be like, you're giving us yeah. exactly what we want. Yeah, they were minors Damn, I didn't too. know that. I didn't know yeah. that at all. Fun fact, right? Okay, so Storm Reid dating Deion Sanders is a son. Um, who else is dating? Hmm? Moving on, Dylan O'Brien, who who may have attended a chic party that our friends throw in LA. <laughs> gorgeous, gorgeous, much. He did. He did. We saw the video. He attended a our chic dance are party. The hottest party in LA. Gorgeous, gorgeous. And if you're not going, you're no one. Sorry. You're definitely less than Dylan O'Brien. So he went to the party. Is that crazy that he was that at that crazy. party? Yeah. So proud. I still, I'm, I'm very baffled by Dylan O'Brien. I have no sense yeah, of like. Teen Wolf. I have no whatever. sense of what people really feel about him outside Sexy. of the Teen Wolf group. He's, I, his personality is like, he's kind of like, he's kind of like, se- like sexy. I always mix him up with Tyler Posey. I'm sorry. They're the same. They're brunettes. Dylan O'Brien though, I think has a little bit more of like a flirty nature, you know? Mm, okay. Um, but he also was in the um, All Too Well music video, mm-hmm. which I think was a big one for fans. Mm-hmm. And he's always the non-Oscar with, um, shortlisted All Too Well music video. And he's BFF with Jesus. Nice. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. another time we've talked about him. Mm-hmm. But now he has a girlfriend whose name is Rachel Lang, who's a model. She's a model. She's yeah. a model. I went to her I... five things to know about her on... Um, she's not nepotism or anything. She's just... Rachel is a model, number one. Number two, she yeah. owns her own clothing line. Okay. Number three, she's a photographer. Number four, uh-huh. she makes vlogs on TikTok, and then we're Can't really running out of things. Number five, she's originally from Texas. <laughs> oh, wow. So are you. You have a lot of things in common. I love this headline. Dylan O'Brien just hard launched his girlfriend in Paris, and I'm crying into my croissant right now. <laughs> it's a very vintage headline. Yeah. Also, this headline from Pop Faction, Dylan O'Brien's girlfriend, Rachel Lang, is currently being called out for being racist after multiple tweets of her using the oh. N-word resurfaced online. Oh. Then people also found her tweeting bad things about Taylor Swift in 2016. Not to compare those two at all, but because of Dylan Dylan O'Brien's. One is a little bit worse. So they don't. So that's who this girly is. Okay, that's. We don't ever have to talk about her again. She's a model. I mean, if there was something interesting about them or their relationship, but there isn't even anything interesting about that either. Boring. Boring. Okay. Boring. Oh my God, this is exciting. Finally. Is it? Finally. Okay, but like, weren't you excited when you heard that Britney Snow finally filed for divorce? Okay, a little bit because I really didn't. I like know that Selling guy. the OC aired about four thousand years ago in TV time. You know, like, <laughs> doesn't it feel August. like selling, you you watch Selling the OC like in one day twenty five years ago at this point? Like that's how far <laughs> away it feels. Yeah, kind of, kind of. Um, Selling the OC had his, had a character on it named Tyler Staniland. His whole thing was that he was married to Britney Snow. Uh, you immediately saw that and you said, this is not going to last because there's no way that she's going to put up with the information Selling that he's the sharing. And 
and also being and also just being accused of like snuggling up with like other people on the show it just was embarrassing i was embarrassed for her and basically you knew that was the end of that and finally she filed for divorce and immediately the day after he was spotted with the co-star guess where at the grand opening of nobu dubai which is located where? At the new Atlantis at the Palm. <laughs> Everybody is in fucking Dubai. You invited two stars of selling the OC to Dubai? I'm sorry. How many hotel rooms are there? You, this is making me think that we should have been invited. This is how crazy this is. Is Alex Hall the one who's like, Yes. Oh my God, it's that one. Yes. Yes. There's like eight Alexes in that show. And I was like, oh, it's the I main know, Alex. True. It's the main Alex. The it's one the who's main like Alex. trying so hard to be Christine Quinn, but in her fucking dreams, could she be Christine Quinn? No. No one. Be, by the way, where is Christine Quinn? Christine Quinn. I'll tell you where Christine is. Christine Quinn is smartly laying low. Wow. Christine Quinn is doing it better than is anyone. She? she shut. She shut it down. She's she's planning for her next big thing. Not like Chrishell Stouse showing up in an episode of the New L Word with G Flip. I only know this because you sent me the photos, but it's like all the other selling sunset girlies are doing the most. And Christine Quinn is like laying low. And I have to assume she's too smart. Sorry. She's too smart. She must be laying low for a very good purpose. She's going to come back with a vengeance. That's my prediction. I'm just saying where she been. She was everywhere. She was a Julia Fox of her time. And then all of a sudden we haven't seen Christine Quinn and feels like months. I miss her. She's staying home. She's staying I home. I miss that girly. Okay, moving on. Uh, we have one divorce. We have a marriage. Buzz Aldrin is getting married at 93 years old to a woman named Inca Four. Inca Four. Inca Four. Inca Four. Inca Four. Kind of a doctor. I'm sorry, doctor. Doctor Inca Four. I gotta say, when you're 93, marry a doc. Marrying a doctor is a smart investment. <laughs> Sorry, five things about five things about the astronaut ninety three who got married for the fourth time. The the story in people is just crazy because it's like his first marriage was in nineteen fifty four. Wait, she's the executive VP of his ventures of his LLC. Oh, this is he's marrying well, like know. the head of his company. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. I guess she's gonna get all his money anyways. Yeah. So she might as well just get it directly versus. Well, whatever's left. He's he's been married a lot. She has a PhD in chemical engineering. That's what oh, she's shit. a doctor of. So I don't know that she can really take care of him. It's just like, <laughs> it's just like crazy to me that this man like walked on the moon and <laughs> and now we're getting and now he's getting headlines for marrying this like random woman who works at his company. Yeah. And it's like it's his fourth marriage. It's like yeah. babes, he walked on the moon. <laughs> I don't. So like, do you think that should? So how do so we what? ever he's not get to get this? married for the fourth time? No, I'm just saying like. It's crazy that despite despite doing the most impressive thing that maybe anyone in, who's ever lived has done, which is walk on the moon, sure. despite doing that, yeah, we just move we just move on. We as a culture just move on. You know, Buzz Aldrin walked on the moon using the people I get it. the people official style guide. The moon isn't mentioned until the last paragraph. <laughs> you know, like it's just that's, that's what <laughs> that's what's crazy to me. Like we have like. 12 paragraphs about Bells Aldrin marrying this random woman, and it's his fourth marriage. And then it ends with Aldrin, who was the second person to walk on the moon, served as the lunar module at Eagle Pilot during the 1969 Apollo 11 mission. Yeah. It's like, that, that, there's something about that that really makes me feel completely insane. Um, um, how about anyway. the headline, Over the Moon, Buzz Aldrin marries longtime love on his 93rd birthday. Does that, I think that's really good. That, does that fix it to you? Because That's like, really good. 
over the moon. He's been under the moon. He's been on the moon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? We have a deep relationship. Giselle Bundchen adores and trusts jujitsu pro Joaquin Valente. Quote, they have a deep relationship. I'm obsessed with this. (laughs) The narrative of Giselle, like, fucking her jujitsu teacher, you gotta love it. You gotta and love isn't, it. Sorry. Isn't, it, isn't he like one of three? There's like three hot jujitsu brothers, and she's dating one of them. I have no idea. Jujitsu brothers? I bet. Yeah, they're jujitsu brothers. Okay. Giselle, Bru- Giselle Boonkin shows off toned frame as she okay. steps out again with her hunky jujitsu instructor, Joaquin Valente, after ex Tom Brady played disastrous Bucks game, sparking rumors it could be his last. I know. Did you hear that Tom Brady might have to re- have to retire he again might have to for the second time? And He's Giselle's re-retiring. like, sorry, I'm fucking a jujitsu instructor already. So we don't know. Although it stands to reason that Giselle's fucking the jujitsu brother. Sorry. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Rita got another tat. I saw the, for some reason, I saw this photo everywhere. When I would open up mm-hmm. the Who Weekly Instagram, it just kept showing up, this photo of Rita getting a tattoo. Yeah, Rita got a tattoo. Yeah. She has a lot of tattoos. It's not really notable no, when she gets a tattoo. The only thing that's notable is, I don't really, this list, this has got a lot of stuff on it. It's more notable. Rita Ora is releasing her new song this Friday. It's just, I know, that's it's on what's our calendar. notable. Release, it's on our calendar. She's releasing her new song this Friday. She keeps promoting it by wearing a this gorgeous vintage wedding dress in Instagrams. And she keeps like promoting it with this language that's very much like when the fantasy becomes reality or whatever. And it's like, what is this music video going to be? I, I don't think she's ever had a music video that's been like really that good. Uh, you could argue the one where she writhes around in eggs was pretty good. You could argue the one where she, the bang bang one is pretty good, where she's in that gorgeous kind of Albanian mm-hmm. garb, you know? Yeah, I love that one. But I would say Rita Ora is not very good at music videos. There's really nothing that exciting about them usually. But this one could be literally like footage from their wedding, you know? Or it could be. some sort of wedding recreation or... So there, it's wedding It themed. seems like it's, it's going to be at least a recreation, but then she might throw in real footage or she might just actually confirm the the the, the marriage in the video. You know, like and is she she's still teasing? never confirmed it. No, like is she teasing the reveal that yes, I'm married is like, is the end of this video going to cut from fantasy Rita in a wedding dress into footage of wed- Rita in a real wedding dress getting married, therefore... Conf- finally confirming the wedding like mm-hmm. she's been holding on to this information now for like months in a way that mm-hmm. is so unlike her that I feel like it could only be related to some sort of promotional release for her yeah. because she yeah. really is that she she's that mercenary with her with her music sometimes beyond the the potential wedding video though which we'll know about on Friday um, and we can talk about next week did you see the video of Rita Ora pulling a you no what'd she say she was on the. She was judging the Masked Singer UK, or you know, co-hosting the Masked Singer UK. And one of the masked singers is dressed up like a pigeon. Yeah. And Rita tries to make a joke about a pigeon using a like a phrase that doesn't exist. You didn't listen to this video. Listen to this. No. You better not pluck the feathers out of that pigeon. 
No one laughs. You better not pluck Ooh, the feathers out of that. What she trying to say? I don't know. Listen to the whole clip. You better not pluck the feathers out of that pigeon. That's not a thing. That doesn't work. <laughs> Rita. <laughs> don't worry, Rita. It's all right. It's all right. Um, How about this? Pigeon me that? Like, riddle me that? No. no it doesn't sound anything like riddle. Wait, I love her. Meanwhile, meanwhile, this pigeon. I this love pigeon, her so much. Pigeon me the, that, like riddle me that. A pigeon who is Everyone's dressed like, like. No. You There's pigeon me a, a doubtfire. This pigeon who's dressed like Sophia Petrillo is also like hamming it up, being like, "What? Huh? 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 I this is a bad that. joke." You know, Rita Ora hosting the Mass Singer is like really the perfect mix of like form and funk. You know, she really like she belongs there. You better not there. try and pluck the feathers out of that pigeon. When she says pigeon me that is funny. You like riddle me that. Pigeon me How that. How about this? Pigeon me that. And she goes, thank God I can sing. I know about that. Okay. Mm, well, true. don't say that too loud. <laughs> <laughs> you guess. You, <laughs> okay. Stop. Stop. <laughs> you can't okay, sing. We're done. You can't sing. You can't she sing. She can sing. She's a great singer. <laughs> thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Keep calling it at 619 Who Them to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show. Thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's for providing our Rita theme song on Tuesdays. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant for researching and editorializing. Support us on Patreon.com slash weekly for bonus episodes, a Discord server, commentary tracks sometimes, and more. We just talked about the Harry memoir. Uh, you can also get the audio only on the Apple Podcasts app by clicking subscribe in the app. And we'll see you on Friday. Bye, everyone. Yeah, bye. You will drive us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to know.